0: Another installment of the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry. Tonight we preview several teams beginning region play and a few others in big time rivalry games. Stay tuned as we travel from Putnam County to Jamestown to Salina and to Warren County as well. There's so many places in between. Back on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, we begin just up Highway 111 with a bitter and storied rivalry. As White County plays host to Cookville, we spoke with the coaches on both sides and begin with the visitors and head coach Taylor Hennigan. Coach Hennigan, first road trip. What's different for you guys in a road week? And on top of that, obviously, with it being the rivalry game, not just a rivalry game, but maybe the rivalry game, how does that also kind of affect it?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think hopefully by now we're we're pretty accustomed to traveling. I know we haven't yet officially this year but we did in the preseason and uh, a lot of travel early last year so our guys are pretty familiar with kind of how we operate. Um, obviously the environment's going to be awesome uh, you know very similar to what we had here last year for a really good game so I know our kids are excited. Um, you know that added element of, of travel for the first time I, I really don't think will be a huge deal. Um, obviously it's going to come down to uh, the game and and the environment, like I said, our kids are excited for.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not that far of a trip, but it certainly is a big-time environment. What have you talked to your guys about, or what are you going to talk to your guys about in terms of, you know, kind of tempering that environment, knowing what you're going to be walking into?
1: Yeah, I think most of our guys have played there. Um, we've played in some good environments. We've played in some good games. So, you know, it's a fun place to play. I've I've, I've won there, and as, as a player and um, coached there as a coach, so um, it, it is a cool place. It's it's really all about the game. You know, that's kind of our message is once the ball kicks off, it's about blocking and tackling, and sometimes it's easier said than done. But we we really just got to focus on um, you know our game plan, what we have to do, taking care of the ball, and, and things like that
0: you kind of started to allude to it there. You've obviously been a part of this rivalry, both on the field as a player and as a coach. Just what are some of the highlights or what are some of your favorite things about this, the rivalry up Highway 111 between Sparta and Cookville?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, for me, just we had some really close games, even though, you know, that was in the the middle end part of that long streak of us winning, Um, even when, Cookville had a great team, and, and maybe White County was down a little bit. The game was always pretty pretty competitive, and, and vice versa. Cookville was down, you know, sometimes, and, and White County had good teams, and the game is still competitive. So I think the the previous records and the, even the records from the last couple of games are, are kind of irrelevant when you play this game. It's going to be about Friday night and Friday night only. It's not real um, – indicative of previous games or future success or anything like that. It's just a good um good competitive game that seems to always be pretty close.
0: Coming into the game, you guys are obviously one and one on the year. What do you guys have to do to do to improve yourselves? Maybe not so much worried about White County. What does Cookville have to do to make the Cavs better this week?
1: Yeah, number one is turnovers. Um we we got we got one on defense uh, we got one on special teams. I think we need to create more on defense. Uh, and obviously, five turnovers in two games on offense, you're not going to win a lot of games. So we got to protect the football in um, all three, uh, well, kicking game and offense. We got to protect the football. Um, if we do that, we we instantly give ourselves a, a better chance of, of winning. Um, but that's a big if. We got to make sure we got do that.
0: Speaking of turnovers, you can't give a guy like Trip Pinion extra possessions. Even if you don't do that, how in the world do you limit Trip Pinion and this very potent warrior offense?
1: Yeah, you just got to try to slow him down. You know, you're not going to – he's going to get his yards. I mean, whether it's design quarterback runs, whether it's broken plays and finding a receiver or broken plays and scrambling for uh, a first down, he's going to get some production. Um, he's getting all of the attention – deservedly so um, but there's also some good backs some good tight ends uh, some good receivers they've got a good offensive line so um, he he's kind of the highlight but at the same time they've got other guys that that are good players so you know going in there and saying we're going to hold him to under 50 yards rushing or under whatever like that's not realistic you got to make sure that you hopefully force them to sustain some drives get off the field with turnovers get off the field with um you know third and fourth down stops is is the goal it's not really about um you know the yards it's really about the points speaking about your own offense over the last
0: two weeks or these first two weeks that is you guys have ran the ball pretty well but how do you get the pass game going to keep the defense honest from white county on friday night
1: yeah something you know we're we're Trying to improve. Obviously, we knew going in, just personnel-wise, we were going to be a lot different um, throwing the football. Uh, but that's kind of what we wanted to be. You know, we we didn't necessarily like the amount of passing we had to do last year. So uh, we're we're pleased with our run game. We're pleased with where Blake has been running the football. Um, you know, we haven't had to throw it a whole lot just because of being able to control the clock and. Um, you know, chew up some some yards and, and first downs on the ground. So, uh, you know, passing the football is always going to be built off of the run game, you know, play action passes and things like that. So um, it will start with the run. But like I've said before, we do feel like we've got some guys to get the ball to on the perimeter.
0: Taylor Hennigan, Cookville Cavs head coach. Coach, before well, we let you go here. You mentioned it there. Blake has obviously done a fantastic job from the quarterback position running the football. How do you keep him healthy over these next several weeks through region play uh while also taking advantage of his ability to be physical in the run game?
1: Yeah, it's you know, I think that's just part of football. You can't you can't play timid or coach timid. You got to go call the best plays you know and he's a big part obviously of our of our offense and to be honest with you um you know could be and hopefully will be a bigger part of our defense going forward he's he is begging to play more defense and um you know I'm kind of the one holding him back a little bit there but he is going to play some on that side of the ball he played uh, maybe five or six snaps last week um so he's going to get more involved there and I think you know you've got to just un unload every week you got to just Try to put the best game plan together on offense and defense, and put your best players on the field and see if you can get a win. It's really all about this week we can't We can't try to save him or anybody else for uh, region play that starts soon. You just you gotta regroup next week and and play who you got, but um injuries are part of it uh it's it always is, but uh we're gonna just empty the tank every week and hopefully reload with a new game plan.
0: White County Head Coach Curtis Beatty will be on later in the program. Now we go up the interstate to Crossville, where Stone Memorial will be in region play and a big-time rivalry game against Crosstown, Cumberland County. Coach Derek Samberg joins us now. Coach, a last-second game in Week 1, a runaway game in Week 2, now a Crosstown rivalry in Week 3. How are you feeling about where your team is at the moment? Uh, you,
2: you know, calling big win week one and a big win week two, both of them on the road. Um, a lot sloppier than I would like to to say that we were week two. Uh, a little disappointed in that. I know the result looks good and some of the numbers look good, but didn't feel like we played a real clean football game. And uh, so that's been the emphasis all week with the kids. Uh, is we want to play cleaner football. Um, I've always said we don't want to play our best ball in August September. We want to continue getting better every week. But definitely some things to clean up from last week.
0: What's the message to the team just uh, in terms of emotional and environment and all that uh, coming up with such a crazy game on the horizon on Friday?
2: Yeah, you know, um, I'd be lying if I said it was uh, my approach to minimize it. I know it means a lot to these kids. I know it means a lot to the community. Um, and so just managing those emotions, especially early on, uh, I know these are, they're playing against kids they've grown up with, spent a lot of time with. Uh, sometimes family members or something uh, may be zoned for the other side of town so you know the approach is is to worry about us and and try to play a clean football game and and keep uh, emotions at bay especially early on
0: and now let's talk ball because i know how much you love to do that what makes (laughs) the jets such a tough opponent beyond the emotion of it all
2: yeah you know they've been really competitive probably should be coming in here two and oh lost uh Lost a heartbreaker in overtime to a really good Bledsoe team. So uh, big physical. They play really hard. I think they're really good on defense. Um, they've given up, I guess, 21 points so far this year. Uh, it's a really low number. Uh, it may take more than 21 points to win this game Friday night. So that's a big challenge for us. And then, you know, offensively, I think they're still trying to find their identity. Uh, but they've got a quarterback that I know is a really good kid and a really good leader. Uh, they've got a ton of size up front. And then they've got a lot of different guys they want to get the ball to.
0: Yeah, a lot of people who are going to see this game or hear about this game are going to think this is a battle of quarterbacks, right? Two really, really talented young men. How do you feel about your own quarterback, obviously, as he gets better each week? And then on the other side, how do you guys prepare for a really talented guy and attempt to slow him down?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, with Nick, uh, I'm glad he's our guy. Um, really proud of Nick and what he's done so far. But uh, speaking of a sloppy game on Friday, uh me and Nick meet every Sunday, uh following our games and preparing for the next week and um Nick and I watch film, and we knew it wasn't his best game by any stretch. He didn't play real clean himself, and so uh as with the rest of the team, that's the challenge is to play clean football this week, mistake free um and just execute what they they know they're supposed to do, and then you know assignment football and defense make sure that we're uh, doing our job individually and collectively and, and individually and collectively pursuing a football every play uh, should give us a shot to to help slow their quarterback down.
0: He's a kid who obviously thrives in the chaos, not unlike Nick himself. How do you coach your team up for those situations that inevitably happen where things kind of get off schedule or off plan and now he may be even more dangerous than when a play, say, goes to uh, perfection? Perfection.
2: Yeah, those are the ones that were you know off schedule plays and 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 scramble drill type plays. Uh, a lot of times that's where explosives happen for an offense. And um, Colin, if you know a way to to prepare your kids, uh, <laughs> let me know because I've not entirely figured it out. But we hope those things such as effort and pursuit make us right um, even when a play breaks down. So that's definitely things that we emphasize with our kids.
0: A lot of teams across the Upper Cumberland's uh, Coach Samberstone Memorial Head Coach here for football coach a lot of teams across the upper cumberlands are preparing to or heading into that is uh region play you guys are obviously going to go up against cumberland county what is it like to have uh that kind of rivalry uh as a part of that whole uh endeavor heading into region play
2: you know i don't think that there's many calling. i don't think there's many in county uh, rivalry region games the way that that ours is and so yeah, it's definitely heightened. There's there's uh, region implications in terms of starting the right foot for playoff seating and then, you know, just the county bragging right. So a lot of emphasis on this game, a lot of importance on this game in a lot of different ways. Uh, and like I said, I think it's a special game because it is a in-county region opponent, in-county region game uh, with, with a lot of consequences involved.
0: Coach, before we let you go, uh, you know, it's an obvious question and, and you never want to put it all on one game, but as with the, uh, goals in mind that I know you guys and the Panthers have, how big would a win be to start off region play at one and oh, how much does a loss hurt you having to go uphill from this point forward if it happens on Friday?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I know you follow our region calling, and it's a dang gauntlet this year mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of undefeated teams, a lot of teams that have started their non-region played out 2-0, and, uh, yeah, the, you, you can't fall behind in this region for sure, and dropping the first one would would be a bigger hold maybe than other regions. And so, uh, you know, as I said, region implications, county bragging right, a very, very important game for us on Friday night.
0: Stone Memorial head coach Derek Sambers. They get set to take on Cumberland County this week to open region play and participate in a massive rivalry game. Of course, before him, it was Cookville head coach Taylor Hennigan getting his team ready for a big-time rivalry on the road at White County. Remember, White County head coach Curtis Beatty will join us later in the program. For now, though, this is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Welcome back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry. We travel now from Crossville to Gainesboro, where the Bulldogs of Clay County will visit Jackson County, preparing to start region play. Bulldogs head man Bruce Lamb joining us now. Coach Lamb, starting the season 0 and 2, probably not the way you necessarily envisioned it. But how do you feel about where your team is at right now, about to enter region play?
3: Well, I think we uh, we've made some improvements and we're getting better each week. And uh, you know, it's definitely not the way we wanted to start, but. You know, we see improvement, and and that's the only thing we can do is go out and keep keep getting better each week, and uh, I think we've done that.
0: You mentioned last week how it's all about the Bulldogs. You're concentrated on you guys. I would assume that remains the same this week. What are some of the things that you've seen improvement in, and what are some of the things that you continue to work on here to enter region play?
3: Well, you know, one thing that we've we've really uh, put an emphasis on is Hanging on to the ball, we've had a few turnovers. I think uh, I think we've had eight turnovers and eight or nine turnovers in two weeks, and uh, you know it's hard to win ball games that way, and um, you know especially after last season having five turnovers in fifteen games. So you know it's something that we're not used to, and we're just we need to uh, stress that a little bit more, and we have, and uh, also with uh, um, you know the penalties and cutting down some penalties, and and uh, you know trying to get back on the groove and you know make things happen.
0: Friday night lights can be so very different from practice Monday through Thursday. How do you work on turnovers and penalties when it's really difficult to simulate a true game situation on a Friday night?
3: Well, you just go back to techniques, uh, you know, and uh, in, in in things that you do and and uh, each week, and just those little things of you know putting the ball in, securing the ball, and. And and you know the yeah, idea is different on Friday nights, but you know if you do it, in repetition, keep on doing things the right way, then you know it, it's going to be they're not even going to think about it. They're just going to do it, and it's going to be good to go.
0: Your defense obviously only gave up seven points this past Friday night. Uh, the night the the week before, obviously twenty six, but that is to a York team with a lot of offensive talent you've got to be feeling pretty good about the defensive side of the ball. What have they been doing pretty well here early in the year to keep you guys in ball games?
3: Uh, they're playing extremely hard uh, and, and doing a great job. Reese Adams one of our, is a sophomore middle linebacker has been playing phenomenal back there. And, uh, you know, and, and just they played so hard and, and it makes, when you make, when you play hard, it makes things happen. And, uh, you know, we're just, we just continue to do that. And you it's, we're playing hard everywhere, you know, even on the offense side of the ball. We just got to spread things out and, 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 you know, everything will be fine.
0: You can concentrate on yourselves as much as you would like, and certainly at this point in the season you're going to do just that. But region play does begin this Friday, Jackson County on the docket. What are some things that the Blue Devils do that you've maybe seen on film uh, that you guys have to contend with?
3: Uh, you know, well, Coach Loftus is, is one of the best coaches around here, especially offensively. He does so many different things. Uh, you know, he makes, gets the most out of his players and, you know, they, they throw the ball, ball around quite a bit and they spread you out and, uh, use the entire field. So it makes it a little difficult and, um, you know, defensively, you know, they're coming after you and, um, you know, it makes it hard to run the ball. And that's what we like to do is run the ball. So, you know, it, it's the, uh, they're going to, they going to be a tough task, but, uh, You know, we'll line up and see what we can do.
0: You talked about your offense there, line up, see what you can do. You've worked a lot on turnovers and penalties. When you remove those from the equation, how do you feel about your offense considering they've moved the ball? It's just a matter of not giving it back to the other team.
3: Uh, You know, I I thought we really grew up a lot the second half this past Friday night. Uh, We matured quite a bit, and, and, you know, you could see the kids – um, the effort is starting to pay off and you know we just couldn't finish the drive uh, you know I think we uh, the drive we scored on it was a 13 play drive 81 yards uh, so we can do it we just got to put it all together
0: put it all together a phrase you'll hear from many high school football coaches across the state this time of year when we come back it's Scott Hughes and the Wildcats who join us on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders coming back here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders we head up the mountain to speak with head coach Scott Hughes as the Wildcats will welcome East Robertson to town looking at region play beginning this week what makes East Robertson such a tough opponent for you guys well
4: i mean they they're well coached i've known their their head coach for uh, long time now I mean him go way back and and I know his philosophies and and I know his uh structure and he he's a great great man and uh you know phenomenal football coach and then when you look at the the players on the field—you you just look at the size and the speed that they possess, and uh, you know they're just long, rangy, athletic young men at every position, and, and they can run. I, when you watch them, their speed—just just, straight-line speed and lateral speed—really sticks out to you. Uh, you know, at every position, and, and that's something that we have not seen in a long, long time. You know, where you, you've got so many guys that that run at such a, a top level.
0: You guys obviously have talked about over the first couple of weeks not necessarily being where you wanted to be. You do start two and zero, but what do you guys have to continue to do to improve the Wildcats?
4: Well, you know we're we're still growing as a team, and and you know with every step that we're taking, we we feel like sometimes there's there's a a baby step back. You know, Friday night we we really thought we were starting to find our way a little bit, and then. You know there's some communication issues in the second half, nothing major, but it was enough that we had to take a penalty or or we had to use a timeout for it. and and those are things that we've really got to clean up and a lot of that just comes with inexperience, a lot of that just comes with not knowing situations and and understanding situations and and so we're still trying to grow in that and and, and you know we're we're working hard every day, our young men are showing up uh so proud of this group for the for the growth that they've had since you and I spoke the first week to where we are right now. And and our, our goal right now is to just, you know, be a be a one percent better um every day and, and hopefully we can continue to grow our program and and, and grow as a team over the, the course of this season.
0: Anyone who heard you right you know before week one versus right now, coach probably hears A lot more enthusiasm, excitement, and certainly uh, being in a better place now here entering week three. What does it say about this Wildcat team and this group of guys, the ability to grow as much as they have over the first two weeks of the regular season?
4: Well, you know, I I think some minds changed. I I think uh, some guys decided they wanted to be leaders, and and they got tired of seeing some things being sloppy, and and they decided to grow up. and And you know, with that, it was one of those things that when when one or two guys made that decision, then there was a, a whole other group of guys that went with them and followed them. And and that's what we've been talking about the whole time is, you know, not dreading coming to practice, but but honoring the fact that you get to come to practice. You know, there there's there's a different mindset of I have to go or I get to go. And uh all of a sudden we we've got into the season and we've got a little different pep to us and you know, it, it, it's a grind when you're just going against yourself every day with no purpose. And uh, you know, that that was kind of the mindset I think some of our guys had. They they didn't see the purpose was to get better for week one or to be better at week whatever. And um and, and all of a sudden we got in there and, and there was a purpose and, and they're showing up right now uh, in the weight room and, and on the practice field with a purpose. And it, it's changed the whole whole mindset right now of our locker room.
0: First two weeks spent on the road, Coach, how are you and the team feeling about finally getting to stay home and be on your own, quote, turf?
4: I, you know, we're excited to play at home, you know, love our stadium, love our community. Uh, you know, we, we expect a, a good crowd as we've always had, you know, good, bad or other, you know, our, our crowd and community is very supportive and, and such a blessing to have that. Uh, needed to quit raining a little bit so we can get this thing painted up and have it looking nice and, and get it, get it the way that we want it. But, uh, you know, really excited. Anytime you get to play on your own, uh, own, field home field and and get to dress in your own locker room and you know as coaches you get to use your own office and things of that nature uh it's just a different feel it's a a comforting feel and and you know your routine's a little bit different for that uh you know really proud of how our guys handled being on the road and uh, hopefully we can come home and and handle being at home with the same mindset
0: scott hughes in the wildcats first game at home on the season coming up east robertson on Friday night, stay put, we come back to Putnam County when we return on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We stay put in Putnam County here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders to catch up with B's head coach Adam Kane as he seems to feel good about his team at 2-0. and Coach, first road trip on the year this Friday. Uh, anything different for you guys uh, during a road week?
5: Uh not really, um, you know. Other than just the, the you know, time you got to be ready to load that bus and and, and go. Um, you know, we made the trip up there last year, so kind of uh, understand what to expect. Um, so, not not really much different for us. Region play
0: obviously begins this week. Uh, how do you avoid a letdown from starting two and zero over two very good teams?
5: Well, um, you know, I, we, we we try to do a, a pretty good job of, uh, you know, each week is a kind of an entity of its own, and um, you know, let's not get real, oh, you know, too high over this and too low over that. Um, we're not always perfect with that, so it's uh, something we're going to have to manage. But uh, you know, I think last year we we may have let a loss at. Uh, it, it, Create another loss because uh, we never got over that and and so you know we try to learn things from the year before, and uh you know i I don't know um, i didn't I, my message to the team friday and and then again Monday was I don't think we played really well in the second half of the game um on Friday, and uh, I think Lebanon had a lot to do with that, but you know we 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 we're able to point out a lot of mistakes and a lot of things that we need to correct. And, and so, you know, that's kind of been the focus uh, so far this week is uh, correcting those game mistakes. And then, you know, we, we got to get on to this, this uh, souped up wing T offense that making runs, you know, it's uh, uh, like I say, every year we play them, it's just amazing how, how much volume of, of plays he's got in the, in the offense. And so that's kind of, uh, really focused our attention, um, you know, after Friday night. So it's not hard for us to move on. It's a region game. This is, you know, these are the important games and, um, you know, if you win, you put yourself in a, in a good spot. And if you lose, you're, you're fighting uphill the rest of the year. So, um, you know, this is obviously the most important game we played this year, and I think you guys understand that.
0: You've mentioned several times that this team is different. What was their mindset? How were they come yesterday at practice in terms of having answers ready to go? What was this team's mindset being so different on Monday?
5: Yeah, you know, I mean, it's always uh... – I just think the, uh, the, there's a, a collective focus, especially amongst the older guys that, that have played quite a bit for us. Um, you know, we, we did have some, uh, as interesting you say it, yesterday, we, we were trying to make some corrections in our, in our, you know, some of our past coverages and, and, uh, and unfortunately we kept making the same mistake over and over yesterday. So, um maybe a little bit yesterday they weren't much different than the other teams cuz i had to kind of uh crank the heat up on them a little bit but uh for the most part they they really dialed into what we're trying to get accomplished and uh i think winning is important to all of them and so at least you know at least the guys that are playing for us so um you know that's uh that's a good uh, good deal to have a, a group that's uh, kind of collectively uh bought in and locked in
0: you talked about what makes making county so tough that wing tee, the volume of offense they're able to create what do you guys have to do defensively to kind of counter that especially against something you don't necessarily see a lot of and only have a week to prepare for
5: yeah uh well obviously you know they also have you know clearly the best player in the region. Um at least from last year uh the borders kid and so he has shown the ability this year as well as last year to you know at any given moment he can take the football to the end zone and so you always got to kind of be aware of what he's doing and and where he's lined up and and um you know they got another guy number 5 that's doing a, a really good job running the football for them. and and i i understand the the other other borders of uh, twin is is going to be back this week so it's somewhat of a three or four headed monster uh you know they have a full back uh number 0 that's run the ball really well and then you know so a, a lot of it is the guys making the plays and and doing the things um and then uh, you know, coach does a, such a good job. I mean, his old lines really, really in tune with what they're trying to do on offense, and uh, and they're really come, coming off the ball with some physicality and intensity, and and uh, you know, they've kind of run roughshod over their first two opponents, and so it'll be a huge challenge. And and uh, you know, a lot of it is his, his schemes, and the kids really bought into them. And then, you know, some of it is just they got really dynamic players. And so, you know, that's been the message this week is uh, the only way to get those guys on the ground is to, you know, is just kind of swarm. And, um, you know, hopefully we can do that.
0: You brought up swarm tackling right there. A lot of coaches will tell you when going up against the wing tee that it's also assignment-based. Nobody can go out there <laughs> trying to play hero ball. How do you coach your mm-hmm. team to swarm to the football, to gang tackle, to go after these great athletes, but guys not trying to play hero ball, not getting out of position and getting beat maybe on the backside of a, of a play?
5: Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of that, too, is, is everybody's got a key that they're supposed to read and, and and a spot that they're supposed to get to. And so that's something that we'll drill in, you know, hopefully in the next day or two or and even even into Thursday, um, our guys do a pretty good job of uh, you know reading keys and that sort of thing. I, I do think it becomes uh, you know you can't you can't leave your job and try to go do somebody else's. But at the same time, if you don't get a bunch of people around those kids, they're gonna they're gonna kill you. And so that's kind of kind of been the message um, this week. And one of the hardest things to do is to try to, you know, replicate what it's going to look like Friday during your practices. I mean, you can do it to a certain extent, but we don't have anybody on our team that can run the ball the way they can. So, uh, you know, it'll be a a challenge. But, uh, you know, we watch a good bit of film. And, and, you know, you, you brought up about the team being different. These guys all watch film. And, uh, you know, they they come to me Monday morning and they tell me what they're about to face. And, and so that always makes me feel pretty good about, you know, our preparation.
0: Certainly you got to think it's hard to get high school kids to watch film over the weekend, but it sounds like the bees are willing to put in the work. When we return, it's back up Highway 111 and we finally catch up with Warriors head coach Curtis Beatty right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Back on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders and now let's return to that Highway 111 rivalry and speak with the home team. Warriors head coach Curtis Beatty. Coach, your offense has put up 63 combined points. Uh, How have you guys been able to find so much success so early on here in the season?
6: Well, I've got to give credit to Coach Mike Sloan. He he does a good job game planning for teams and, and seeing things and adjusting on Friday nights, but also, give credit to the uh, the offense. Just in general, those kids are they're they're getting better each day. Not not even just each week; they're getting better each day. Uh, understanding what we're asking from them and, and trying to commit to that. And at the end of the day, uh, Trippin is a pretty good little athlete, and that helps your offense out tremendously when you got a guy like him back there, uh, being the signal caller.
0: On the other side, your defense has given up just 19 points. They have been great early on as well, but what's been the biggest difference for your defense from last year to this year?
6: Uh, single-handedly, the biggest difference is just pure experience in the secondary. Uh, the back end, they all played last year, but they were sophomores and juniors. And, you know, this year they're juniors and seniors, and they've got 11, 12 games under their belts, and now we got 14 games under their belts. So just the experience that they have back there has been a tremendous asset uh, to Coach Foster and his new system coming in. So overall, I just think it's experience of just playing games.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you'd love to tell your team it's just another week, but we all know it kind of isn't. Sparta is going to welcome Cookville there to White County High School. What's been the message to the team, or what's, what is the message to the team this week with the rivalry game, a big one, on the docket Friday night.
6: Sure, and I mean to us, and I get the the town and the big, you know, the big picture, the team from the north playing Sparta, and all the all the things that go along with that. But our message to the kids is, it is another week that we get to play this game. We get to focus on us. We get to continue to get better, and, and we'll see where we lie on Friday night. We can't make that game bigger than what it is and and that's been my message to my kids all week and and we're just going to continue that message it's a it's a big game there's no doubt about it it's a big game but once you make the game bigger than what it is those kids start focusing on that quit focusing on themselves and that's when you you have problems out of a young inexperienced team
0: a lot of teams across the upper cumberland and the state getting started in region play this week you guys obviously may be outside region play, but an environment that very much mimics that same kind of significance and, and uh, energy. What benefit can that be that you guys get kind of this big rivalry game before heading into the bulk of region play?
6: Sure, and I, I think the Warren County game is kind of one of those things too where you get that kind of same region environment, especially the new region environment that Spartans about to get to, to see and be a part of. Uh, it's tremendous because at the end of the day it, it's not really it's not hurting your football team a win or a loss it it doesn't you know overall hurt you in that region race so that's that's a good thing about it they get to see the the fans that are close how how packed the crowd is get that environment get all those jitters out from the first home game and it not really affect them for their hunt towards the playoffs cookville
0: has some capable athletes how do you key on guys like Blake Owen and others?
6: Well, Blake's a very good athlete, and they've got other guys. Uh, the, the Burris kid is a really good football player. They've got some big guys on the offensive line. I don't know that we can just sit and key on one guy. I don't know that we're you know good enough to sit there and key on one guy and, and feel like that we can take take him completely away. They're they're well coached, Coach Hennigan. I know him really well. He, he does a really good job with Cookville. They'll be ready to play. We just, we just got to keep working on us defensively, fixing the mistakes that we've had the past two weeks and and see if we can't progress uh, this Cookville week and, and continually just grow.
0: What are some of those mistakes? I know especially here early on in the season, I can talk about the combined points and the defense and 2-0 and and all of those things, but still plenty in your mind – to work on what are the things the Warriors have to continue to get better at as we get further into the year?
6: Well, uh, in week one, we, we had like 25 penalties, I think. And in week two, we, we dropped it down to 9-10. But when you start playing good competition over and over and over again, 9, 10, 12 penalties will get you beat. So we're continually working on those penalties still. Uh, just defensively, we've got to make sure that we're lining up correctly every time. Uh, offensively we make sure we're calling the plays in the right direction every time sometimes you get signal in you get things miscombobulated receivers lining up in the wrong spots just things like that to work on us to make sure that we're not making small mistakes that can cost us big in the long run
0: white county warriors head coach curtis Beatty, coach Beatty, thanks for taking a few minutes out of your afternoon to speak with me and uh looking forward to the big rivalry game friday night
6: absolutely i i'd I know it's going to be a big environment, but if you are not got anywhere to be, Sparta at D. Harris, it's a place to be Friday night. Uh, It'll be a rocking crowd, first home game for the Sparta Warriors. We'll be excited to see you guys, and uh, go Warriors.
0: Go Warriors. Hey, Coach, before I let you go, you mentioned it right there, and I just kind of neglected to ask, but what does it mean to get your first home game in on the year, get your first one in front of the home fans?
6: Well, it's it's one of those things where you, we've been on the road it feels like because you scrimmage on the road most of the time. It feels like we've been we haven't played a game here since Franklin County last year. Uh the, I'm excited for our kids to be able to come home. It it changes up a little bit on you don't have to get on a bus and travel an hour to do this and that. So it's exciting to get it out of the way too. That way we can get in the middle of the schedule, the region schedule and get some of those jitters out that normally happen at a home game
0: if you've got nowhere else to be on friday night i highly encourage you like you just heard coach say to go out to sparta and watch this one if you can't make it out to watch it or if you're at another game and you would just like to keep up you can tune into news talk 94.1 we will have that game cookville and white county your game of the week is upperman at making county you heard from upperman head coach adam kane moments ago And of course, Livingston Academy will travel to DeKalb County and you'll hear from Livingston Academy head coach Madden Hauser in mere moments when we return on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. To one of the more unique situations across the Upper Cumberland we now go here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, Livingston Academy coming off a weird Friday night and weekend where they thought they were going to have to prepare for a game on Monday that... Fell through, so now they begin to prepare for DeKalb County. Coach Hauser on the program. Coach, I think the obvious question is just what was your weekend like after the weirdness on Friday? Then you're playing on Monday. Now you're not playing on Monday. Just what what was the weekend like for for you guys and and uh, the Wildcats?
7: Well, definitely different. Um, pretty chaotic. We were expecting to play on Monday and. Uh, So we brought our kids in on Saturday morning, watched film from Friday night to try to make some corrections on some things and kind of got everything squared away and then had plans to just make it a normal game day for Monday. But, you know, things fell through. Uh, Watch Creek informed us that according to their administration, they couldn't come back on Monday. Uh, So we just adjusted, went back to our normal Monday schedule and ended up practicing with a varsity and having a JV game at Macon County. So definitely, uh, you know, a lot of times we just got to make adjustments and do things on the fly, and this was just one of those opportunities that, you know, we don't, we don't have these kind of challenges that pop up in terms of no contests or games and things like that very often. But when they do, we just got to make the most of it. And I thought our kids handled it great.
0: What did you guys take away from that basically first half against Whites Creek, but then also how do you get your guys to turn the page, concentrate on DeKalb County, knowing that that Whites Creek game may or may not kind of be looming out there in the universe?
7: Uh, well, I, I think what I took away most is um, our kids came out and executed at a high level early on, um, jumping out to a 21 nothing lead, and a lot of that was – you know, it was a combination of a lot of different things. Defensively, we are flying around, gave their offense a short field a couple times. Special teams-wise, we made some big plays on special teams early. And offensively, we just took advantage of those short yardage situations and punched the ball in when we needed to. So thought we played really well early. Um, I thought we gave up a busted play on kickoff uh, where we had two guys kind of bump into each other and fall down, and, and he took advantage of it and took it to the house. Other than that, you know, I thought we played fairly well. Special teams that, uh, defensively, we stopped them every, every drive except the last one right before half. Um, so, you know, I thought we played well. Uh, we we definitely have some things we got to clean up before we get into reach and play. But we played well, um, especially against a team that had a lot of team speed and a lot of athletes on the field.
0: We all knew this offense would look different when Brody got back. What did you like from Brody's performance back for his first game on the year? And, and obviously, where can he kind of grow and get better this week?
7: I think you could just see a comfort level. Um, that's a very tough position to play. There's a lot to you have to process pre-snap uh, as well as post-snap. And I thought Jake and Carson did a really good job in the first game being thrown out there in that situation of kind of operating Uh, But you could just tell that they haven't been doing it a whole lot. Uh, So when Brody jumped in there, I think there was a calmness for the entire offense and a calmness from him. The guys trusted what we were doing, and we just looked quite a bit different. I think that we still have a long way to go offensively. um, But, you know, when you put up 21 points in the first quarter, it's hard to complain a whole lot about that.
0: (laughs) I would say so. definitely is. First road trip on the year. What What is different for you guys in a road week versus these, per, these first two weeks getting to stay home?
7: It's it's a little different to jump on a bus. Luckily, we're not having to go too far. I mean, uh, 45 minutes to an hour, we can be there at the stadium. But it does change dynamics. You get comfortable being in your own locker room and, you know, having everything here at your disposal as needed and, when you got to go on the road, you got to make those adjustments. Our kids did really well in fall camp when we went to Watertown and scrimmaged against Watertown and Smith County. They did a good job of traveling, getting off the bus, and being prepared and ready to play. So uh, it's it's really hard to simulate it. You just pretty much have to get in to that atmosphere in that situation before you kind of feel what your team can do. And I think we have a very mature team. We have a lot of seniors, a lot of kids that's played a lot. And so I expect them to get off the bus and prepare themselves and be ready to play on Friday against a very tough opponent. I know their record might be 0-2, but Coach Trapp does a great job with those guys there in DeKalb, and uh, They'll be very tough for sure.
0: You mentioned it there, 0-2. Uh, they're obviously without a couple key guys as well, but what still makes DeKalb County such a difficult opponent? What can they do that you guys are going to have to kind of key on and concentrate
7: on? Well, Coach Trapp just has a lot of great concepts offensively. Um, and it, you know, they can be down some players, but he always does a great job of putting other guys in, in key spots and making sure that that offense is successful. And their quarterback, uh, one of their quarterbacks got banged up last week and is out, but the other quarterback played so many snaps last year that he's very, very comfortable in that position. Very athletic, can move really well um, so he does that, and then defensively, they just fly to the football. They're very physical, uh, very aggressive, so we have, to, we have to be really good on both sides of the ball, and we've got to make sure that we're winning the special teams game to give ourselves a chance.
0: How do you prepare for a team like this, knowing that you may or may not see a guy in, in Briz Trap at the quarterback position who, obviously, when he's healthy, is one of the better uh, players, one of the better quarterbacks in the region?
7: I mean, we just prepare like we do every week. We're going to look at what they do offensively and defensively and do our best to prepare kids for different formation sets and things like that. Um, And then we're going to, we're going to try to make sure that our guys are prepared for whoever jumps out on the field. It doesn't matter if it's quarterback, running back, offensive lineman, you know, we just do the best we can to prepare them and then we'll make adjustments as the game goes on to what we need to do to you know, either stop them or slow them down, or you know, find a way to make sure that we're successful enough.
0: Livingston Academy head coach Madden Hauser still looking for his first official win at his alma mater. Of course, last week when the game got called, it was twenty-four to twelve, Livingston Academy leading White Creek. So count that up, chalk that up, however you'd like uh, in the mental scoreboard, but the win-loss column still technically reads zero and one or the Wildcats. We'll close it out when we return. A couple things to remember for this upcoming first week of region play and rivalry games. We'll run through the schedule. We'll tell you who's on, who's off, and where everybody's going to be here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry, and as we're set to close it out, let's run back through your schedule. Games you can hear as a part of our coverage on 101.9 AM 9:20 WLIV Livingston Academy will be on the road at DeKalb County on News Talk 94.1 you can hear Cookville in their rivalry up Highway 111 in Sparta taking on the White County Warriors and your game of the re- week game of the week on Sports Radio 104.7 is Upperman traveling to Macon County two of those of course are region games Livingston Academy and Upperman uh, White County and Cookville, not a region game, but as you heard both coaches talk about the kind of environment they expect to have in many of their region games. Elsewhere on the schedule, want to make sure we touch on everybody, Jackson County welcomes Clay County to Gainesboro. Scott Hughes and the Wildcats welcome East Robertson to Monterey. We talked about Adam Kane and the Bees already and Livingston Academy. Don't forget this week, York, the Dragons off this week. Um, you can hear an interview with head coach Derwin Wright. You can actually hear an interview with each of the coaches we were not able to touch on in tonight's program uh, on the UC Sports Nation website. That'll go up tomorrow, but you can hear from Derwin Wright and how uh, he hates that the bye week came this early for the Dragons, but it is what it is. Scheduling just kind of worked out that way. Uh Warren County will take on Bledsoe County this week, so make sure uh that you stay tuned and pay attention to that one. And Putnam County will, Putnam County, excuse me, Pickett County will be going up against Red Boiling Springs. That's a rundown of your schedule. I'm Colin Castleberry. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight to the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders.